The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the night before the greatest day of the year. What we here in St. Louis have dubbed Red October. Tomorrow, the St. Louis Cardinals embark on World Series number 12 and another journey that some of us did not see coming. But here we are. There is nothing like October baseball, playoff baseball in St. Louis. Something that all of us have become so accustomed to. Many out there will call it devil magic. They'll call us spoiled. They'll call us whiny. They'll call us all the names. You, you outside of St. Louis can do whatever you need. This is literally our Christmas Eve. Yeah. And I really, I, this, the way this team has played and the joy they brought to the city over the last month, I don't see it. We're going to get into this a little bit later, but I don't see a way that they don't come back and play a postseason game this year in St. Louis. I love that idea. I absolutely love that thought. Thank you guys, everybody, once again for joining us. Um, we really greatly appreciate it. Again, you can follow us on Twitter at more underscore noble, and you can follow Caleb at Caleb Noble08. Uh, we appreciate all of your support and everything else. Uh, we talked last week with, with, Go, with Mike Godar about how we, we're so spoiled. We are so spoiled. Uh, I said from 96 to 2011 was the greatest 15 years I ever experienced. Thank you, Tony LaRusso. I will stick by that as a baseball fan who, who grew up in the 80s and got to see three World Series champ Three World Series could have been three World Series championships. And then really, 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 well, we only went to three. So it's hard to win four when you only go to three in the 80s. Oh, in the 80s. I thought you were talking about 80s. in the 2000s. But, and then really experienced some lean years for 10, for 10 straight years. Uh, some really lean years. And then got back in the postseason in 96, which was amazing. And Tony took us to so many great memories, including two World Series championships. Obviously, we went to three under him. Uh, ran into a wrecking ball with, with, with the Red Sox. And then Matheny keeps it going. Uh, we have a, a few issues along the way where we missed some, some time. Uh, Schilt here, this is his third season with the Cardinals, third full season, third time in the playoffs. Uh, again, we're very spoiled, It's but I, I wouldn't trade it for anything, and it's one of those things you almost take for granted, but this year, Cardinal fans, we didn't take it for granted. No, I don't, I don't think I'd call us spoiled, because even since, the, we, they, we've been one of the most successful franchises over the last 21 years, since the 2000. Um, 2000 started, but we don't have three championships. There's multiple other teams that have, that do. Like we're not the Lakers that when go on runs and win once a twice a decade. Like that's not what the Cardinals are. At least not right now. Like they haven't they haven't won a World Series in ten years. Ten years. I understand there's thirty teams in the league, but there have been two multiple teams that have won multiple championships since that time. The, the, the Giants and the Red Sox both. So right. It's not like we the Cardinals are the pinnacle of. Winning, but like we talked about with Mike last time, uh, the sustained success playing four or five games over the last ten years that weren't meaningful—that's that's almost hard to believe. That that is almost a stat that you can't really fully fathom unless you've experienced it like we have. And and obviously we go through 162 days a year of the ups and downs and and every at bat and every pitch and every game and every uh, manager mistake or hindsight is 2020 constantly. But what we're experiencing, what we experienced this last month, has been unbelievable. Obviously, the chance in eleven, two thousand eleven, were eleven and eleven. For those of you palindrome fans, it's twelve and twenty-one. Uh, that's not a bad one. That's no. not a bad one. No, it's a good one. I mean, 
12 and 12, I thought was destined to happen. It didn't. It sure felt like it was going to. <laughs> After the infield fly rule, we thought we had a chance. They didn't. Sure felt but, like it. I mean, there's there's a lot of storylines here. There really is. The thing that I, I am a baseball creatures on storylines guy. I think it does every year. The one that really worries me, if Yachty and Wayno were retiring this year, <laughs> they would win the World Series. So what worries me is they're coming back for another year. They're not going to win one and then come back the next year and then lose. Like So win two in a row or they're not winning this year. Just because that's how the baseball gods work out. And if you'd like to heap a little of the baseball god magic on top of there, imagine had we signed Pujols. And here we have Wayno, Molina, Pujols, maybe all three retired. Again, we're speaking in hypotheticals because that didn't happen. And, and Yachty and Wayno are coming back next year. So why not win the next two? Why not win the next two? Because it's baseball and I don't know when. The, I haven't been alive for that happening. Well, I've never seen it myself. Yeah, so that, that's right. why. It's not, it doesn't happen. <laughs> it, it is very hard. Uh, obviously, if, if you want to talk sports, it, it's very difficult to win an NBA championship. It's very difficult. No, it's not. It's, it is. It's you very, just pay you, people. It is. Stop. It, because we saw that did not happen this year. Brooklyn nor the Lakers won. Um, we, it is, everyone seems to think the NHL is one of the hardest. Yeah. The, the Cup is one of the hardest things to win. Obviously, the Super Bowl, it's only once a week. But, but the toll that it takes on you to get to a Super Bowl... 162 games a year. Yeah. Everyone's beat up coming into this. Everyone's beat up. Obviously, there are people missing through through across the playoffs and lineups. The Cardinals are relatively healthy right now. Not the Cardinals are relatively healthy going into this game tomorrow. Um, so let's start with the game tomorrow because that's what we're all waiting for. I've got the jersey picked out to where to work tomorrow. Pulling out the Nolan Arenado All-Star jersey. Mm-hmm. It's coming out. Um, I'm ready. I'm ready. I wore the McGee jersey to work today. It's it's I'm I'm full in I'm full in. Me too. And the thought of it potentially being over in a three hour span <laughs> is just like painful for everybody. Like, Heartbreaking. I, I don't I don't even want to watch the game. I want to wake up and see that we won. <laughs> right. Uh, as a as a Cardinal fan this year, as a 2021 Cardinal fan, it's almost like I, I keep saying we're playing with house money at this point. And again, I will be hanging on every pitch on every missed Joe West call behind the plate because we know that's not setting up well for anybody. For anybody. Um, Wainwright does have a 1.1 ERA when Joe West is the umpire. Yeah, that's great. That is really good. Hey, right but there. But Scherzer has a no the hot point stuff right there. Well, okay. <laughs> so well, here's what we know. Here's what we know. They're going to be playing 7 o'clock Central Time here, uh, which is 5 out there. So the shadows are going to impact the game, um, which I think advantage Max Scherzer. I truly do. But let's let's just go through the game. Where, where would you like to start before we make our predictions? Um, I like to start with. I guess we could go with what is in, what needs to happen for them to be able to succeed. Okay. They need, and I would say we need to get Max Scherzer out of the game because if you're not getting him out of the game, then that means he's probably dominating you. But the advantage of it is now you're facing Julio Urias, because that would be my guess. Who's coming out next? I know the Dodgers have a, an ego. They know they're better, and they think they're going to win. So I would be shocked if Dave Roberts doesn't save Walker Buehler for game one against the Giants. So, but I think if, if you, they have to jump on him early. You cannot go through a lull where Wainwright's pitching in a 0-0 game against that lineup. You have to jump on them. You have to get them down. You have to get them anxious to where they're swinging at those Wayno breaking balls in the dirt. You, I, I see... I don't see a way they win the game if they don't score at least one or two in the first two innings. Uh, the way I kind of look at it, here's what I think. Um, 
Why, let's talk lineup wise. All right, I, yeah. I, I think the Cardinals are going to go with the standard lineup. I think you'll see Tommy at second. You'll see Goldie at first. Obviously, Tyler in left, Nolan at third. They'll go DC in right, Yachty behind the plate, Bader in center, and so I. I so so about seven. I, I also you think Bader will hit eight. Okay, is. Uh, and that and that's fine. Um, versus Max Scherzer this year, our career. Uh, Tommy four for eleven with a three sixty four. Average, he's got a home run and a double. I, I think there's no doubt we see him lead up. Sosa, one for three. The, the numbers aren't great, anybody, against him. Uh, Paul DeYoung, surprisingly, four for 15 with a double and three Doesn't RBIs. Matter. But I think you, it, the only time you're going to see him is off the bench. Carpenter, seven for 30, 233. Uh, you're not going to see him until late in the game, if at all. Bader, two, Bader and Nolan both hit two for 10, uh, hitting 200. Yachty, one for 20. Goldie, six for 35. A lot big sample size, so 171. Uh, Tyler and DC both 0 for 0 for 3 and 0 for 7. Yeah. Um, it's Max Scherzer. Yeah. Like, I think, I obviously there's not a secret way to beat Max Scherzer. He's had sustained success for a reason. 3,000 plus strikeouts, over 200 wins. Um, there's, there, there's a reason he is who he is. However, however, uh, I do think you have to jump on the fastball. I think you've got to jump on the fastball early, and I think you've got, you've got to really be aggressive. I understand getting the pitch count up. That was our philosophy until we got to September. And it seemed like when we started to go on a run, you saw us like really, really, really jumping fastballs early. If anybody, if Jeff Albert, I'm not, obviously we're never going to know what he's telling them to do, but if Jeff Albert goes in there and tells anybody to get a pitch cut up in a wild card game, you punch him in the throat. Correct. Because if you get him in trouble with your bats, he's coming out of the game. If you drop two or three on him, he's not pitching anymore. He's out. It's a one-game playoff. They're not... Getting him, being like, oh, let's get Max Scherzer to 100 pitches in five innings by being selective and fouling pitches off and getting the full count or whatever, doesn't help you because the dude's not throwing 100. He's right. not throwing 100 pitches. He's not going to. So you have to jump on him early. And Tommy, I did see the Tommy's good off him. Four for 11, obviously against a three-time Cy Young Award winner and a future Hall of Famer with 3,000 strikeouts is good. And... I, they have to jump on them early, and I think they're going to. I do really you do. believe we should jump on them early. I, there's no other way to win the game. I agree. If you get into a a sixth, seventh inning where it's a one nothing ball game, them good luck because I don't know who you're facing, and you're going to be in that crowd that's going to be going crazy by that time, and you're going to be facing a lineup that you're going to have to keep silent. You have to be able to build a cushion. You basically have to make them go tight butthole. They have to be afraid. All the, we talked about this last time. All the pressures on the Dodgers. I don't agree with that. I do. I, I think that I think do. that I think that I think there is a lot of pressure on them. But I think saying that is assuming that the Cardinals don't expect to win this game. I'm, I'm not. And saying I think that they at all. do very the much. The Dodgers so. have a, There were three teams. I understand that won what you're saying. Years. I understand what you're the saying. The Dodgers are one of them, and they're playing in a wild. Card. I understand what you're saying, but they they're so battle tested that I don't even think they. The, care. It doesn't matter. All but what I'm saying is, people saying we're playing with house money is bullshit because that would assume that the Cardinals are going in there with this hero mentality of. We're not a good team supposed to be here and supposed to win. That's not what they're doing. That's not they're what... Not, they're not a 16 seed in that's the NCAA not what they, tournament. They, they are right now. They're not. They are. They are the I lowest disagree. seed they in the 90, National League. They have 90 wins. doesn't matter. They're the lowest seed in the National League. All right? Yeah, so, they, and they're playing the second best team in baseball. Not in, just in the league. In baseball. They're playing the best team in baseball. Right now, record-wise, they're the second best team in baseball. They're the best team in baseball. So, yes, you are playing with house money. Because whatever you do moving forward, right, is... Is you've already the world is against you. That's 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 the mentality Shield has to build up going into tomorrow. Everyone out there in the world thinks you're going to lose. Everyone out there. That's that's how you have to get this this team prepared. Back to the 2011 Magic. Just a reminder: 2011 
when they won the World Series, they closed the season 23 and 9 and finished 90 and 72. Ten years later this year, Cards again closed 23 and 9 and finished 90 and 72. Yep. So there you go. Um, I got to think that the. I mean, obviously, when you look at the lineups, you look at the Dodgers lineup with Betts at the top. I mean, he gets everything going. He's an absolute superstar. They're going to go Seager and then probably both the Turners. Giddy Trey Turner. He's he's thir- almost 30 30 this year and has been an absolute monster since they got him. And then when you go down with Will Smith and AJ Pollock and Taylor and Bell, I got to imagine Bellinger's playing first base tomorrow. I think Albert's going to play. Really? I think it'll be Bellinger. Um, but I could be wrong. The only reason they play Bellinger is for his defense in center field. So putting him at first base makes no sense. He has played first a little bit lately. He's 1 for 8 against Wayno. Pools 1 for 10. I almost believe they would want Pools off the bench more than a Cody Bellinger. But you could be right. It could be Pools. Um, if you look, again, it's not like the Dodgers have had a ton of success against against Wayno. Trey Turner, 8 for 19. He, he kills, seems like, every Cardinal pitcher. Um, Justin Turner, 3 for 9. Pollock, 3 for 8. Betts, 2 for 4. But then you get down to Seager, 2 for 7. Bellinger, 1 for 8. Taylor, 1 for 6. Pools, 1 for 10. And Will Smith, 0 for 3. So it's not like um, either of those two, or either team lights up the other guy. Uh, Wayno this year, um, at sorry at Dodger Stadium this year, um, did not pitch. Pitched at home. He's 1-0 against the Dodgers. We remember he gave up those runs late. Remember, they didn't pull him. Yeah. They left him in, and he gave up those runs late. Uh, 1-0 Scherzer this year against the Cardinals. 2-0 with a 0 ERA, 22 Ks in 14 innings. And we've hit 196 against him. It's going to be a grind, I think. Unless, but but to talk also, Max has given up five runs in each of his last two outings. Yeah, and, and Wayno's been wobbly as well. So, it's... It's going to be interesting. I don't know. I just... I don't, they're gonna, the big guys are going to have to show up. I don't care that Goldie's been bad against Scherzer. And you have, like those are just, he, yeah. I know, but he has to show up. Fight it. I don't know what you do. He, you're going to have to get so a big hit. So does Nolan. Nolan's going to have to get a big hit. Yes. Tyler's going to have to get a big hit. Uh, speaking of Tyler, shout out to Tyler, player of the month September. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, stud. They, Absolute stud. 13 homers and 30 RBIs after my dad told me he was a bad hitter with runners in scoring position. He said, shut up. He did. And he said, I he don't did. need them in scoring position because I hit so many home runs that it uh, doesn't matter. Again, we talked about last time just the move to moving him into the third slot changed his, yep. the entire trajectory of not just his season but our season. The whole lineup. And uh, I, I love to see that. I, I've got to think, here's the thing. I saw, I read today, I don't remember whose column it was. Obviously, Dakota and Jack are both in the bullpen. If we see one of those two guys, it's not good. That's the way I look at it. Right? Because if, if Wayno gives you six... Then you've got McFarlane, Garcia, Cabrera, and you got Gio. That, that's set up well. I'm gonna, TJ McFarlane can't come in this game. Even with a man off first and one he out? He can't come in this game. At all. He's going to. I'm sorry. He He's gets hit to. around every once in a while. And the Dodgers hitters are way too damn good for him to do the trickery with sinkers low. It won't work. Do not bring him in this game. Well, you're going I'm to telling you now, if he comes in this game, he's giving up at least a run. Well, I hope not. I don't like that pessimism. I don't like I don't. He can't be in this game. You need Hennessy Cabrera if you need any lefty. You cannot bring in a guy that has F-minus stuff into a game. I'm sorry. I guess the Dodgers. You can't he's do it. He's been unbelievable. He's been good. When him, but for some reason, Schilt likes the idea of him coming into multiple innings. Never works. That's not going to happen tomorrow. He comes. He can't. He can't. No. Unless, unless there's a situation where um, a lefty is up and there's a guy on first base. That's the only situation. If the, I don't care if there's a guy on first base and there's a righty up. No. You don't. He can't face. If he faces Mookie Betts, Trey Turner... Justin Turner or AJ Pollock in this game, they're going to get a hit. They just are, especially if Trey Turner and Mookie Betts because they're fast. I think it's I think it's going to be an interesting uh, for both coaches. You've talked on here before 
Dave Roberts not necessarily one of the greatest in-game managers either. He's got a plethora of talent that he can just throw out there. Uh, just a few stats I think that are, are really meaningful for the game. Um, like I said, super excited. Can't wait for this. Uh, the bullpen for the Dodgers ranks second in all the majors with a 3.16 ERA. That's pretty. St- I mean, that's pretty strong. When you've got, I mean, obviously you've got to think you've got Urias sitting out there. You've got David Price and Gonsolin if you need them, which I don't know that you're going to need them unless this game goes long, right? Unless we go into extras. That's two really strong weapons to have. Uh, Corey Knebel's been really good for them since they got him. Obviously, Trinan has been incredible. Gratterall, not the, not as great of a season. Um, we know that you got Joe Kelly. He's always there. Um, and then Jansen at the end with 38 saves. So you, you've got a pretty formidable bullpen. It's okay. It's it's second in majors. It's uh, yeah, not okay. I know. It's good, it's it's good but it's not unhittable. They don't have a guy that's Josh Hader or Devin Williams. There's not a guy that out well, there. Well, to be fair, the Brewers don't have a guy who's Devin Williams. That's not what either. I'm talking about. They don't have a guy where. It was you, a joke. Like, try to go with the they joke. Don't, there. They don't have a guy where when they come in, you're not scoring off them. They don't have one guy. So they have guys you can get to. Every one of their guys you can get to. Kenley Jensen has good moments. He has terrible moments, especially in the postseason. So there's not a guy that comes in and you're like, well, shit, that's three outs. There's not a Josh Hader. So you, I don't think they're going to I mean, Trinan's been really, really I, good. He's good, but he's hittable. He gets hit. He gives up home runs. Urias, that's a scary one. Urias is scary, but, I mean, I don't know if they like his matchups against our lineup. Correct, correct. Like, he's that, a lefty bringing in against all the righties we have that... And all of our switch hitters hit righty, lefties better than righties. We talked a little bit about the Cardinals bullpen. They have a 3.97 ERA, which was worlds better than where they were earlier in the season. Uh, they rank 11th in the majors. Obviously, we talked about I, I still think you could see TJ McFarland. I have. I would not be shocked. It's That's been the recipe. I'm not saying the they're not going to do it. I'm saying I don't want them to do it. 19-2 and two or whatever it is. That's been the recipe for them. Um, Garcia. Look, here's the thing. Cody Whitley, all these guys, like, they're guys... I, I I don't give an edge to either bullpen. To be fair, I, I think do. both bull, bullpens have a lot of question marks, and I think both bullpens. I mean, I think the Dodgers have better numbers, but I, I both bullpens would scare me if you have to go them to them too early. Yeah, my my thing is I don't think Dave Roberts is going to his bullpen early. He'll go to a starter, but I think the Cardinals their bullpen right now the way they've been. If they get Wayno through six with a lead, which obviously that's asking a lot, that means scoring off Scherzer, and it means not giving up a bunch of runs to the best offense in baseball. But if you were to get through six with a lead, and you can go Garcia, any combination of Garcia, Cabrera, Gallegos, and whoever, like you have those four guys at Reyes, like you feel pretty confident that they can get you nine outs without blowing a lead. Now, does that mean that's what's going to happen? No, it doesn't. I don't know what's going to happen. But you feel good. If you get the ball to Gio in the ninth inning, I feel good about the chances of us winning the game. But if you if you get into the chance where you are tied in the sixth inning, I no longer feel good about anything going on at that point. Yeah, you've got Jack, you've got Dakota, you've got Reyes all sitting there. And like I said, I feel like if we see any one of those three, unless unless Wayne's pitch count gets up and he's still good and he can only get you five, then that's when maybe one of those guys comes in. Uh, comes in. I, that's, that's the scenario there. A few things that I think that could come into play. Cardinals are second in all of baseball with 82 defensive runs saved. Uh, that's incredible. Their defense is elite. Uh, the, the Dodgers rank 10th with only 36 defensive runs saved. To be fair to the Dodgers, Mookie Betts and Bellinger missed extended periods Correct. of time. And they are their two best defenders. Correct. Um, but also, again, I mean, we also had guys who had, who had missed some time. Bader was out. Um, D.C. missed yeah. a few games here and there. So, you know, and obviously at shortstop it wasn't Paul E.D., um, but one thing that I think also that I'm 
Mike Schilt at times is frustrating to me. I wish we would run more. I think you have to run when you get on base. Will Smith is near the bottom of the league with a 25% caught stealing rate. Yeah. Um, I, you've got guys, Edmund with 30 stolen bases, Goldie with 12, Tyler with 15, um, Bader with 9, Sosa can run. Carlson only has two or three stolen bases this year, and, and I'd like to see, I'm not saying you run with him maybe tomorrow, with you, but with Yachty hitting behind him, those are things that I yeah. think Schilt's going to have to push some buttons tomorrow. And that, that could be on the bases, it's going to be hitting runs. It's going to be maybe laying down a bunt to get a guy over. I don't think you can play for the two hits and the bomb tomorrow off Max Scherzer. No. But that's why, I mean, no. They haven't done a better job since they started winning of running more. If Tommy gets a single, it's almost guaranteed he's running tomorrow. And I, like I said, he, Tyler, and Bader, if they're on, in my opinion, they need to be trying to steal second base mm-hmm. because Will Smith's not going to throw him out. No. But you also don't want to give Max Scherzer free outs. I, I get it. But and to hit- win this game, you have to be perfect. And that means you need extra 90 feet at times. Yeah. You're going to need it. I though, Thinking about the outcome, potential outcomes of this game, I don't know what to think. I, I don't because there's so many factors that come into play. And I could see Wayno having a bad game, to be fair. And True. if he has a bad game against that lineup, it's going to be a really bad game. I could see him having a really good game because he's Adam Wainwright and he defies all logic at all times. We've also seen the Cardinal Devil magic at work at Dodger Stadium and against the Dodgers in the postseason for the last 10 years. Yeah, but... I, there's no yeah, but. I there's no yeah, but. This is a different we, piece. It doesn't matter. We haven't there's, faced this, this team. There's the no yeah, but. And I've said it before. I remember 10 years ago, no one was giving us a chance to beat the Phillies. Nobody. Greatest rotation in Major League Baseball seen in years. That's what they said to the Braves. That's what they said. That middle of that lineup, you, you have one starting pitcher in Carpenter and then a bunch of guys in Loesch and Garcia and all those guys. No chance. Next thing you know, Chris Carpenter becomes an even greater legend. This could be the Adam. I've said it all year long. Wayno has done his best Chris Carpenter of 2011. Now he needs one more. He needs one more to put it in the books for this team to continue the fairy tale season. Yeah, it's just, it's so worrying. <laughs> So one game against, I'm just going to say, this is the most talented baseball team I've ever seen. The Dodgers are. And it's not even remotely close. Like, not one team is close. So, to pull this out, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I think. I think they can. I'm not saying I think they're going to lose. But I'm saying if they do, this, Dave Roberts needs to be fired. Okay, so let's go through that. Again, we've made all, we've, we've, we've pontificated what we think. Right, we're gonna go through our predictions for these games. Wild card tomorrow, NL, Dodgers, Cardinals. Who are you picking? The Cardinals. All right. I think I think Wainwright's gonna give us six or seven, and I think that they're gonna they're gonna like I said I think they're gonna jump on him early and get Max Scherzer out of the baseball game, and then I think it's gonna be pressing and Wainwright. Know, if, if Wainwright knows how to do anything, he knows how to use hitters' aggression against them. So I think that's the key to winning tomorrow, and I think they're going to be able to do it. Tyler's hitting a two-run homer in the first inning. All right. All right. That's my prediction. I, I love it. My heart says Cardinals. No doubt about it. My pocketbook, my brain. I'm not betting on this game, by the way. No, no way. No, no way. That's not. Um, says the Dodgers. But you know what? I also didn't see us winning 17 games in a row. I didn't see us in this spot. You have said all along you'd much rather see this matchup mm-hmm. than Kevin Gosman in San Francisco tomorrow. So I'm going to take it. I'm going to take what you said, and I will say it again. If the Cardinals win tomorrow, 
they're winning the World Series in 2021. The thing, the thing that's funny to me about that is we were talking about the Dodgers and how the Cardinals have a history there. What's our history like in San Francisco? Right, right. So that's right. why I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna believe it. <laughs> right. I'm gonna have to believe it again the next week. Right. In the opposite way. <laughs> no, so I'm not believing. I am. It. If if we go in and beat what you just said was the most talented team that you've ever it's seen. It's not even close. If we go in and we win tomorrow behind a 40 year old Adam Wainwright, if we do that against Max Scherzer, who we'll get to our awards later, but who's going to be in the, the obviously the, the final two of the Cy Young award winning, we're winning the World Series. I, I'm putting it out. To, I, I said it last week. I, I'm going to continue to say it. If we and obviously if we lose, we can't. I understand that, right? I do understand logic. But but there we go. If we lose, we if definitely we are not winning okay. the World Series. So let's let's hit a little bit. We're watching actually because you're going to hear this on Friday morning. But we're actually watching the Red Sox Yankees game. Shout out to Xander Bogarts for a two run homer. Uh, was Bogarts right? Yeah, it was Bogarts. Okay, that's what I thought. I just saw the the end of it. So Sox up two out nothing. Um, let's just talk. Let's just make our predictions. I don't really don't really need to go too deep into this game right now because it's going to be over by the time all of our listeners hear it. I'm picking Boston. I, I picked Boston on my sheet. Um, I just think Fenway. I don't trust the Yankees pitching. I don't trust their bullpen. I also just believe that the the Red Sox lineup is. I just think the Red Sox are a better team than the Yankees. Yeah, I agree. I also picked okay. the Red Sox, and the only thing that was going to keep me from them is Garrett Cole, and he's already given up two runs. So. <laughs> Good luck. Good yeah. luck beating. I mean, and, and it's in Fenway. Garrett Cole gets absolutely smashed in Fenway. And Nate is does a pretty good number on the Yankees lineup. And so. when you have to go through Schwarber, Hernandez, Bogarts, Devers, Martinez, Renfro, Verdugo, that's, that's, not, that's nothing easy to go through. And I understand you've got Stanton and Judge. I get it. But Joey Gallo's been a major disappointment for the Yankees. He hits, he's hit some home runs. And I'm not saying he's not going to hit one tonight. Like, but he's been a major disappointment. Gardner with a low OPS. You're, you're starting. Uh, Gary Sanchez is on the bench tonight. I, I just don't. I don't trust that lineup at all. Um, I haven't trusted them all year. I, I'm taking the Red Sox. I don't get game. what the Yankees thought Joey Gallo was going to be, and if they thought he was going to change. But this is who Joey Gallo is. Except Joey Gallo's not a 700 OPS guy. No, he's not. But he's going to. He's a guy that goes through stretches like that. Correct. He does. So, what did you expect when you got him? Did you expect a superstar? Because that's not who you're getting. Yeah. You're getting, at the top of his game, he's an all-star. And he's going to hit home runs. And he can run anything at any time. And he plays gold glove level defense. Well, to be fair, they didn't have a lot of other options. That's a way better option than what they had. Right, agreed. But that's what I'm saying. If anyone's disappointed in what they got, you had to know this was an option of what you were getting. Okay, let's get to the next round then. Let's get to the next round. And I guess I've already given my picks since I said if the Cardinals win tomorrow. And I'm picking them to win. Like, whatever. But let's just talk about the Giants. Uh, the team that's got... We're switching leagues. We talked about Boston. You want to stay in the American League? No, let's go back to the Cardinals. Oh, okay. Let's go back to the Cardinals. Sorry, you really confused me there. We already picked this game. Well, we did, but let's talk a little bit about the Giants for our fans. Well, again, we have a lot of listeners who probably don't pay attention to a lot of late-night baseball. Okay. So let's just go through the team a little bit. Uh, again, the team with the best record in baseball, 107-55. and 55. Unbelievable. Best record in their franchise history. Unbelievable for them. Uh, shout out to them. Absolutely. Yeah, awesome. a, a team that, that has, if, if you look through their, their lineup and you look through their team, they've got a lot of interchangeable parts. Mm-hmm. And as a coach, that it can be great. It can also be a pain in the ass. Yeah. And um, so, but I, I think Gosman has struggled lately. Obviously, 14 and 6 on the year with a 2.81 ERA, but 4 and 3 with a 4 plus ERA in the month of September. Hasn't been great. Desclafani, since coming back from injury, has been really good. Uh, Logan Webb, 
uh, probably the surprise for them. I don't know that anybody saw yeah. Logan Webb being this way. Eleven and three on the year, uh, obviously six and one in September, but a four ERA. Do we trust Cueto and Alex Wood in the playoffs again? We got Barry Zedoed one year. We know that. Yeah. We got Mad Ishikawa oh. and Mad Bummed, even though we should have beat Mad Bum. Um, Tony Cruz, shout out. The, the lineup. If, if you were to if you were to ask, no no offense to anybody listening or anybody, but if you were to because uh, we assume you guys are all rabid baseball fans, the majority of you. But if you were to ask the just the average baseball fan to name me their starting center fielder, or left fielder, or right fielder, or fill in the blank, I don't know if they could do it. No, probably not. I mean, yeah, if they haven't been paying attention, especially to this year, because they have gotten a lot of love this year, deservedly so. But they start Chris Bryant in center field on some days. Right. Like, you don't know what they're going to do, and I think that's why they're so, they're so successful. You can't game plan against them because you don't know what they're bringing. Correct. You, you don't know, know what lineup you're going to get. Like the, it's, like Ray's, it's like Diet Coke version of Rays. <laughs> like, you don't know what they're bringing. You don't know what they're going to do. Gabe Kapler's become Kevin Cash Jr. <laughs> two of the biggest games of the year were the last two games against the Padres that they had to win to win the division. Tommy LaStella's leading off at second base. Yeah, he's been really good. I, I bet a lot of people didn't even realize Tommy LaStella was <laughs> on the Giants, right? Uh, Darren Ruff, who was supposed to be a star in Philadelphia, has really resurrected his career, and it's been really good. Lamont Wade's fun to watch, guys. If you don't watch Lamont Wade, he's fun to watch. Buster Posey, bounce back year. Brandon Crawford, bounce back year. Wilmer Flores has 18 jacks at first base for them when he plays first base. Mm-hmm. I mean, Longoria, a bounce back year, yeah, right? right? Yastrzemski, not really as good of a year. But yeah, still, but he still, still scares you. Agreed. Donovan Solano, not a bad year, mm-hmm. right? He did miss a lot of games, I think. And then you have, obviously, Casale, who is... Um, uh, a backup. backup catcher, yeah. but you've got Dickerson, you've got Duggar, you've Did got. You say Brandon Ruff, Crawford yet? You've got Austin Slater. Yeah, I said Brandon Crawford, and then you're without Brandon Belt. But it seems like, which is massive, but it does seem like they just find a guy. To, they'll just to put Lamont and Belt. Darren Ruff are going to play first base, That's and they're, they're all. Doing. I'm telling you, they all remind you of the same dude. They're like the same player up and down that line. Yeah, and I want to talk about Lamont Wade for a little bit. The dude is batting 700 in the ninth inning or later. They've nicknamed him Late Night Lamont. The guy, <laughs> the guy is insane. He we walked it off hit. to win the division the other day. And we saw him hit an absolute tank in St. Louis. Yeah, he, he's, he's a stud. Yeah. He's older. He's like 26, 27. Yeah. And there's a video of him hitting a home run over his mom. She was up in, she was up in the big, I don't know what they call it, but, but right, the, the thing that looks, overlooks the bay. Uh-huh. And he hit it over her head into the ocean. Yeah, it's pretty epic. He's awesome. I mean, that team, they're good. But no one knows why they're good, and they don't scare me because we've played them six times and beaten them four, and they've never looked good. <laughs> so for me, I haven't gotten the full Giants experience of them just winning against us. They don't. They haven't. Um, just a few things. They do lead the major leagues with a bullpen ERA of two point nine nine. Obviously, Alvarez has been really good. Tyler Rogers has been really, really good there as well. Uh, Jaron, Jaron Garcia, and then. Dominic Leona cast off of ours. Um, they and then Jake McGee at the back end. You're of forgetting their, their best new guy. It's that he just won reliever of the month. What's his name? Littell or no, Doval? No, no, Doval. Yeah, uh-huh. he does 102. Correct. So that's gone. That's really helped them. Their pitching staff, like I said, that they took a they took a flyer on Desclafini. They took a flyer on Kevin Gosman a couple years ago, and th- those things have paid off. And you love to. I, I love it. Um, also, a really solid baseball team. They rank 11th in Major League Baseball. 33 defense, defensive runs saved. I, if Most the, home runs in baseball. I, I will say it again. It's a great story. If the Cardinals get there, yeah, they're beating the Giants. It's gonna it's gonna be tough for the Giants to win that series if we get in there. And here's what I'll also say, because I like to play both sides of the coin. 
if the Dodgers do beat us, the Dodgers are going to demolish the Giants. I don't agree with that. Okay, that's fine. I think, I think Gi- we'll sweep them. The Giants are tired of the Dodgers being the big, bad division. They've won so many divisions in a row. Uh, Giants, are, Giants are 10-9 and nine this year yeah. against the Dodgers, and 2-4 and and against us. The thing that worries me, like I said, storylines, is everyone's going to want a Giants-Dodgers rivalry series. Correct. That's what so, everyone wants. Yeah. Top, two top ten markets in baseball. So let's spoil that. Yes. And not correct. let that happen. Correct. The, uh, and we are not beloved around the country as Cardinals. No. People are tired of the Cardinals. A yeah. lot of people. But you know what? You should be just as tired as the Dodgers. I'm way more tired of the Dodgers. So, um, all right, let's so get to that. who's our pick to win that series? I told you. The, the Cardinals? Whoever wins tomorrow wins that series. Okay, I think if... Well, we're just going to have to go with it since we're picking the Cardinals to Absolutely. win. Absolutely. So I'm not going to bring the Dodgers up. I think the Cardinals will win that series Okay, as well. all right. Uh, let's talk to the other series, which, honestly, I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, the Braves landed 48 outfielders, as it felt like. At All the of them are good, line, too. And have really, I mean, they won the season, well, with 88, 88 wins. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, 88 and 73. Uh, Philadelphia was right there until 70, they swept them. 74, right? No, they only played 161 wow. games. So, 88 and 73. Um, I've got to think, I, obviously, this game starts in, in Milwaukee. I've said this all year. I'm not a believer in Milwaukee's offense. Mm-hmm. I'm not a believer in Milwaukee. And with the news of Devin leaving, um, their offense, I mean, Willie Adamas has been incredible. Yep. One of the best trades the Brewers have maybe ever made in their history's franchise. Uh, we know es- Escobar can hit. I love Avisail Garcia. He kills the Cardinals. Uh, has had a really good year. But for some reason, Christian Yelich isn't Christian Yelich anymore. Um, Urias has been really, really good there as yeah. well. And obviously Narvaez. They, their lineup isn't terrible. It just does not scare me. And I don't know what it is, but it just does not scare me. They split the season 3-3, the Braves and the, and the Brewers. Um, this Braves lineup, when you look at Jorge Soler leading off, and all that man does is hit tanks. He has an 882 OPS since he arrived in Atlanta. Yeah, the thing that stops me from thinking the Braves could win this series is you have to play to your strengths. And when some when one team's strength is offense and the other one's is pitching, I always lean towards pitching because it's way harder to hit a ball than it is to pitch it. Sorry for pitchers out there, but it is. I think the I think the Brewers win this series, and I think they win it pretty handedly. I don't think it'll go five. I think the I think it's hard to beat the Brewers at their place, and I I I just don't see the, this isn't the Braves' year for me. They don't have Acuna. I don't think it's their year. When you have they shouldn't even be in this. When situation. you have Soler, Freeman, mm-hmm. Albies. One guy that no one seems to be talking about in baseball in Austin Riley, who's going to get ML or MVP votes. Yeah. I mean, 303 with an 898 OPS, 33 jacks and 107 RBIs. He's 24, guys. He is an absolute superstar in the making. Then Adam Duvall, maybe the, one of the most underrated players in baseball. They add Eddie Rosario, who is garbage at Steve Hagel in Cleveland. He comes over here. He's got a 903 OPS since coming there. Travis Darno's back and healthy. And then Dansby Swanson hits eight for you. And Jorge Soler's laid off. One of the best pitchers in the month of September was Max Fried. Yeah. Five and one with a 1.54 ERA. Um, Charlie Morton, we know what Charlie does. not All Charlie does is win games in the postseason. Big game, Chuck. 2.7 ERA in, in the second half or in, in September. you got Jock Peterson off the bench. I'm taking the Braves in four. The Braves in I'm four? I'm taking the Braves in four. Um, their, defense, their defenses are pretty close. The Brewers are fifth in, in defensive runs saved. The Braves are seventh. Uh, the Braves have an edge at 3.97 bullpen ERA. They're 11th. Uh, the Brewers are 14th with a f- over a 4 ERA. No Devin Williams. Everybody moves up a little bit. Jake, uh, or, I'm sorry, Brandon Woodruff has really struggled. Freddie Peralta has really struggled down the stretch. 
It's been Hauser and Burns, and Burns has had over three ERA. I just think this Braves team is rolling. I think like the Cardinals are playing with a ton of confidence, sweeping Philadelphia in, in that huge series. I, I'm I'm all in on this Atlanta team, and I'm picking them in four. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it comes back to Milwaukee for Game Five. I don't think it gets to that point. I think they I think the Brewers might sweep them. I I just don't I don't I don't know what it is. Maybe I could see it going either way. Actually, no, I couldn't. The Braves shouldn't even be in this situation. Carlos had a better season than them, and we sucked for months. And somehow the Braves get a damn five-game five series. I get it, but they also lost Acuna. They lost... We lost Jack. Okay, stop. Acuna's an everyday absolute star. Imagine if we lost Nolan, right? I, Imagine I, if we lost... Or we lost Goldie, or we lost Tyler. Like, one of those three, we didn't. They also lost all these other guys for, for months. And then they also lost their stud pitcher for, to the second... Who am I... Th- I, I Soroka? Soroka. I, I mean... They, Azuna goes to jail, or well, you know, it's maybe Whatever's going, going to jail, right? So imagine us losing Goldie and, and no one. Do you think we win eighty-eight games? No, but and I, Jack because that's what they did. The fact they that, lost Soroka, Ozuna, and Acuna, and they won eighty-eight games. Well, they never had Soroka, but they were planning on having him the second half of the season. Okay, that's fine, but they their eighty-eight game wins, and that's the least amount in the playoffs, and they get a five-game series is a ridiculous way to have a formatted. Well, that's the way it is, and it's happened, and it's been our benefit in the past. They need to go to the NBA format. It's been our benefit in the past. Well, I, I, that's something I think we should talk about in the future, but um, I'm picking the Braves in four. I'm picking the Braves in four. So that brings us to Braves-Cardinals in LCS. For you. Um, for me. For you. It's Brewers-Cardinals. Brewers-Cardinals, and both of us have said we're picking the Cardinals. Again, I, I'll say it again. They beat the Dodgers to win the World Series. Yeah, and I don't know if I'm being naive. We are. Which We're is being fine. homers, and, and people are going to call us homers, and I, that's okay. I'm okay with that. That is fine, and normally I wouldn't... If they would have snuck in with 85 wins and played like shit, but somehow still got in, then I wouldn't feel the same way that I do about this. But the fact that they went on that run, it just feels like... I just I can't end now. Like, so it just Bru- can't. If you have Brewers Cardinals, obviously Colton get, gets, gets... If this back. happens, I will be going to Milwaukee, and I will be going <laughs> to a game. Um... How many games if it's Brewers? If it's Brewers, seven. Okay, I'm going to say the same with with Atlanta. I'm yeah. going to say seven with Atlanta. I, I just think Atlanta's offense. I think when you've got a guy like Max Fried who is, seems to have figured it out, like he is a he's just a star. He is a star. And then when you've just got a veteran like Morton, I, I just feel Ian Anderson. You never know what you're going to get there. Um, they have a really strong bullpen. I I, I they think don't. They, they do. They have the same exact bull, ERA as we do. We're both ranked 11 know, in baseball. But to be fair to the Cardinals, we added so many bullpen pieces. They've added a bunch. Being, they have a lot of lefties. They have. It's just okay. Like, well, their closer's bad. Will Smith is bad. He's been really bad. 37 saves isn't bad. I know he's done that, but I'm he talking about lately. He's ERA. blown a lot of saves lately. Right. I, I'm just saying. But but we've seen Gallegos blown. We've seen our guys. I think they're very comparable in the fact that you hold your breath with a lot of those guys who come in. I think that's every bullpen. Right. Well... Uh, unless you're the Giants for some reason this year, yeah, right. But um, but yeah. So okay, that's that's awesome. Let's go to the American League. You could anything else you want to talk about with the Braves or the Brewers or anybody? Um, no, I think that's it. I think the I think the American League series are way more intriguing. I do too. I do too. And obviously, we both have Boston, so let's start there. Uh, Tampa Bay. I Tampa Bay. That's my pick. <laughs> I don't even. Know. I don't know how they're going to do it, and I don't know what's going to happen. But they're going to win two, three of five. I mean, here's the thing. I, I'm sorry, Pittsburgh. I'm I'm so sorry. I'm not. You traded for Chris Archer <laughs> and you gave up Glass now. Now obviously RIP. Not RIP. T's and P's. Whoa, not Whoa. one. T's and P's to Glass now that he gets healthy. You gave up Meadows, mm-hmm. right? 
and now Shane Bass might start game <laughs> one. I mean, it, I mean, obviously you can go, you could go. I mean, all, uh, McClanahan, you could go. Walker, Michael Walker's been really good, even though he's one in five in September. A three ERA. He had a really good start against New York um, uh, Sunday. Yarbrough, you look at his ERA and you see five and five eleven and nine over the last month. He hasn't been good. He's only going to go one or two innings anyway. Yeah. Um, Kittredge hasn't been great. In uh, September, Nobody but he had a, right exactly a really good year. You get to Colin McHugh, who's revitalized his career. You got Pete Fairbanks at the end, <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, you know, and then you look at that lineup. I mean, Brandon Lau, Stop. nobody nobody talks about him. Thirty nine home runs, ninety nine RBIs with an eight sixty three OPS. Randy, we'll get to our awards later, but I'll go ahead and spoil it. He's going to win the Rookie of the Year. Um, I mean, my God, 20 home runs, 69 RBIs, 20 stolen bases with an 8.15 OPS hit in second. Wander Franco, who honestly, if he would have been called up day one, would have won the Rookie oh, of the yeah. Year this year. Yeah, you know he has. He's an already eight, a top ten shortstop eight, in baseball. 8.10 OPS and it's, un, it's fun to watch. He's on. Nobody rate. watches the Rays. I do. But the, I, right, but you know I what I mean. The then you've got Nelson Cruz. Not has not been incredible since they got him. But it's Nelson freaking Cruz. You're afraid he's to gonna, throw him a pitch. He's going to hit a big home run. He'll in the hit playoffs. a home run. Yeah. Austin Meadows. 27 home runs, 106 RBIs. Sorry, again, Pirates. Someone's always, Choi. The thing that's so impressive about them is someone's always hot. Zanino, 33 jacks from the catcher position. And imagine if Randy comes out and has another insane postseason. And then you potentially have the best uh, defensive center fielder in the game in Kevin Kiermaier. He is. Right. I mean, he and Harrison Bader. He just is. Right. And then off the bench, I mean, then you can bring in Margot, who can give you a, a really good bat. One of my favorite players in baseball, Brett Phillips. Yep. Like who also thirteen home runs, forty four RBIs, fourteen bags, three grand and then, slams, and then you got Yandy Diaz, who was great last year in the postseason. Yeah, the, they seem like a wrecking ball. I I don't know. I don't again, know how you I picked the Cardinals to beat them, but if again, the Rays to me seem like I you know just spoiled we, the rest of your picks. I, I really did, but the Rays to me. Well, I said if the Cardinals win Game One, and I picked. I know, them, but I you just said it. you had the Rays. Yeah, the World well, Series. the Rays, I do. I I, <laughs> I do. I do. That's fine. I don't even care. I have the. I mean, I love him. I love Kevin Cash. I love the the fact that he doesn't care about his payroll. I love that every player in that dugout buys into what they're doing. Watch them. They'll hit a ground ball the second with a man on second base in the first in the first inning. They do strike out a lot. I they do. do. I like. I, the I love the players. I love the managers. I hate. The way that the the ownership runs that team. Same. I hate it. Can we build them a stadium in Tampa, Tyler, please? That too, but also Tyler Glasnow has been talking about how he so badly wants to stay there, but he knows he won't be able to. Right. Like, right. Blake Snell wanted to stay there. He signed a big deal thinking that was it. He was going to stay, and then they traded him. If you, you I, have to get a no-trade clause, or you're not going to I do believe if you if you build a new stadium in Tampa, I don't know that solves all the problems. Florida, putting again, putting Major League Baseball in Florida was never the smartest thing Major League Baseball ever did. When you have the minor leagues and everything else, and, and it's college football crazy and everything, else. and and you have, you just have so many transients down there who have retired from other regions. Huge Yankees fans, huge Cardinal fans, Giants, Dodgers. It's just it's hard. It's but hard to, to grow be, a fan base. But also they have grown a fan base, and this has been, they're they were top five this year in um, TV ratings. Right. For local, what, what, what were they in local. attendance? I don't know. I That's know what I'm that. saying, though. They yeah. have fans. They just can't yeah. get there. Right, right. They can't. Yeah. They don't want to drive to St. Yeah. Petersburg on a one-way bridge. And we talked about this with Mike Godar last week. That like that area is awesome when you have when you have those two other places. All right, um, let's and just, just go watch ahead. the Lightning and the Buccaneers. Right. Let's go ahead and let's get to my favorite series in the entire. Do what? Sorry, thought I heard something. Um, my favorite series in the entire postseason. Is the Astros White Sox? 
I've been on the White Sox train all year long. Um, you're going to see Rodon, I assume, versus Garcia in Game 1. What, what, what do you think about this series? I think the Astros are going to steamroll them because I don't think the White Sox are very good. I, They've I've, been awful against good teams this year. They have, and also I worry about the fact that they really haven't played meaningful games for a long, yep. long time. Now, now when you go out with Rodon, Lynn, Dylan Cease, Lucas Giolito, who's been really, really good in September, um, that's, a, that's a really strong forward. Their lineup, these two lineups, I mean, if you just look, just look. Altuve for the Astros, Tim Anderson for the White Sox. Then you've got Brantley, and you've got Luis Robert, Abreu and Bregman. You've got Alvarez and Grandal. I mean, Correa. Correa, Tucker has 30 home runs. Nobody probably knows Kyle Tucker has 30 He won't play the month, too. 917 OPS this year. Guriel Maldonado, who's in there for defense. Also, we know that. Yuli, Gur- McCormick. Yuli Guriel also won the batting title. Right, yeah, 319 with an 846 OPS. And then Gavin Sheets on the other side and Adam Engel. I, I'm picking the Astros as well. I'm picking the Astros in four. Uh, in four? I'm picking the Astros in four. I think, I think be, the I White think, Sox win a game. I think it's going to be a good series, but I think the Astros are going to win the series. What concerns me a little bit is the fact that I just don't love the, the rotation for the Astros after Garcia. Greenkey has not been good. He's been terrible in September. Uh, McCullers has been really good this year. Yeah. Nice to see him bounce back from all sorts of injuries. Framber Valdez from the left side has been, has been really good this year. Struggled a little bit down the stretch. Same with Arquiti. Uh, Odorizzi was good. I don't know what they do with him. Uh, you got Ryan Presley at the back end. I, their bullpen has a 4.06 ERA. Um, 3.96 for the White Sox. Here's where the, the runs really change or where the um, I think the tide really turns. The Astros are third in baseball with 78 defensive runs saved. The White Sox are 29th with minus 43. Mm-hmm. Put the ball in play if you're Houston. Put the ball in play. They're going to kick it at some point. Yeah, because Tim Anderson plays shortstop for them, and I love him. Not a shortstop. He's terrible. He should be a second baseman. He should probably just be a DH at this point. He can't field the ball half the time. So, but I, I mean, and well, Makata is not going at third base. I don't like any team being led by a guy that's so out of touch with his team, Antonio Russo. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like the dynamic. I'm never going to put anything past him in the postseason. But I'm taking the Astros. Oh, also another storyline to watch out for is Dusty Baker versus Tony Russo again. Correct. So that should be interesting. Correct. I want to we'll, see. I, we have to see a brawl. Somebody with two guys hit. who can barely walk. There will be a bench clearing. Right, correct. That is one hundred percent true. So we both have the Astros and the Rays in the ALC. Yeah, our brackets have been very similar yes. so far. Um, I think I, it's going to be. But I, I mean, I'm going to say I wouldn't be surprised if the White Sox did win it. I would be. I won it because those three pitchers, those top three, the Giolito, Lynn, and Rodon, they could all three go out there they and could. have great you're right. starts. You're right. And then the series um, is over. You're right. I, I agree with that. That is absolutely true. And. Um, I just think getting Bregman back and healthy and the, the emergence of, of Alvarez as an absolute star yep. in the middle of that lineup. When you have Correa hitting fifth, hopefully a future Cardinal, um, right? And, and just seeing Kyle Tucker become – I mean, they trade Miles Straw. I mean, essentially. Right. They and Miles Straw has had an incredible – which I love that trade for Cleveland when it happened. I was really surprised. Although Chaz McCormick has been really, really good for them in center field. Um, but I think that – I think – Miles Straw's going to be really good in Cleveland. I, I was surprised to see that happen. But I I just have a feeling, also our boy Aledmus Diaz, who hit it? I don't know. Some um, Kyle Schwarber home run off. Schwarber's 3 nothing. All right, so we got Astros Rays. I'm taking the Rays in six. Yeah, I'm taking the Rays. Okay. I'm just I'm taking yeah. the Rays. I don't know, like I said, don't know how they're going to do it. Don't know who's going to do it. Probably Randy. And they're, they're just going to take care of business. As much as I want a Houston Cardinals World Series, because I really want that, I think the Rays are going to do it. Yeah. 
I kind of want, I'm not going to lie, if it were my choice, I'd want a White Sox Cardinals World Series just to go up against Tony in the World Series. To be fair, that, you know, if yeah. you're talking about baseball rights, it's on storyline. That's it, but I'm not picking that. No. So we, got, we both have Rays and Cardinals. Now, let me preface this. This is because I'm all in on the fact that if we win tomorrow, we win the World Series. If I were putting money on every one of these games, the Dodgers are my pick to get to the World Series again. Right? But, but I'm not. I'm, I'm going with... They're too good. I'm going with your baseball magic. But here's what I will say. Even if the Dodgers do get to the World Series, I think the Rays are winning the World Series this year. Unless they play the Cardinals. Yeah, see, I just have the Rays winning the World Series straight <laughs> so up. So you're going to beat the Cardinals? Yeah. <laughs> so I, you think we're going to get... Hold on. We're going to beat Scherzer in the most unlikely win we've had in a long time. I don't think it's unlikely. That's and a, then that's we beat the Giants, the best team in baseball. And then we beat the either the saying, Brewers. The Giants for you. are not the best team in Aren't, baseball. Well, they have the best record. That in baseball. Right now, team. they are the best. They're team not in baseball, the best team in baseball, but they are. They're not. Record says so. Okay, well, they're not. But they are. But they're not. <laughs> oh the my. Dodgers are so much better. Oh than my. <laughs> either way. And then, so you're saying? I think that we get there <laughs> yeah. and we lo- we lose. I can't see a path to. A, I, I'm, guys, I'm done. I can't. I can't. I can't see a path to the Rays losing four games to the Cardinals. I don't see that. I see everything else happening. I don't see the Cardinals going in there and being able to hit anybody they throw. I disagree. And I they had to go to the trap. When was the last time the Cardinals went to the trap? When yeah. Pools was here. We almost went to the game in Clearwater. I mean, we Clearwater. did. We did. I don't know. They were actually there this, uh, last year, maybe. I'm also picking it ago, as 19. somewhat as a defense mechanism because then I can be right. I, I can be happy or right. I don't. I don't want it to be both. All right. So just so everyone here is is, is I'll be rooting for the Cardinals. No, 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 no. Yes, I will. The one of us is picking the Cardinals to win the World <laughs> Series. One of us is all in on Red October. Yeah. And the other one is Caleb. I'm in on it. I do, I'm not saying I don't want them to win. I'm saying I think the Rays are the best team in baseball. Okay. And sometimes the best team in, besides the Dodgers. You just said the Dodgers. Besides the, the Dodgers, but the Dodgers fucked but themselves the, over. But by the Giants over. have the best record. I, okay, well, the, I, if, I don't look understand at the you. rosters, Dan. Who's better, the I Dodgers or the Giants? Well, Who's the okay. best team in baseball? What do What do we care about in baseball? There's one thing. There's only one thing you care about in baseball. That That's it. the best. They, wrong. No, not wrong. Wins. I disagree. Wins. I disagree because they play the Do- the Diamondbacks. Now, most talented. That's a different argument. No, because the best, best team in baseball right now is the San Francisco Giants. They won the most games in the in the. In okay, the that division could be your the opinion. You think is the best? They're not the best. They're just straight up not the best. They're not better than the Dodgers at anything but the bullpen. And wins. They won more games. I don't give a shit. And the they Dodgers beat the Dodgers had injuries more. The whole year. They played the Dodgers nineteen times. They beat them ten. I don't know what I don't know what else you want. They're not better. Sorry, they, not. they are. But that's okay. At what? Record and head to head. So they're not better at anything. They just they just have a better record. Okay, I don't well, care. Anyway, well, hold up. Okay, I, that. Anyway, okay, folks, I apologize for that comment. The Rays, that he just the, I think right the Rays there. are the best team in the American League. So I think they're going to get there, and I think they're better than the Cardinals. Okay. All right. Again, I would like everyone out there who's listening to just remember who the real Cardinal fan on this broadcast I'm not, is. I'm rooting One for of us works for the Cardinals. I'm rooting. But is picking against them. I'm rooting. After he went 23-4? and four, I'm not picking against 22 them. 22-4? and four? I'm not picking against them. I'm just saying what I think is going to happen. Okay. There's a difference. All right. All right. If I were to really pick what I thought was going to happen, it would be the Dodgers and the Rays in the World <laughs> Series. But... I'm, I'm, all in on, I'm all in on the, on I, the but I'm going to say I genuinely think the Cardinals are going to win tomorrow. I, okay. I love it. I do like, too. I, I don't. It's not. Uh, I just hope. I think no, the Cardinals are going to win tomorrow. I do too. I don't um, know why. We will be checking blood pressures at about 8 o'clock tomorrow night to see where those are. Um, however, we are going to take a break. All right. We'll be back in just a minute. we got to pay some bills. Uh, stay with us through our 
through the through the uh, commercials. We greatly appreciate that. Um, you guys are awesome for listening. We really appreciate it. Once again, you can find us on all of your favorite platforms. Uh, we're out there. Please give us a five star rating. Um, hang on, we're going to be back. We've got some awards to hand out, and uh, we got Caleb's going to have a motivational speak to get speech to get the Cardinals fired up. No, tomorrow. I don't. He does. Okay. He told me. We'll be back. The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know. Welcome back, everybody, to the More You Noble Sports Podcast. Once again, we are so pleased that you have joined us uh, as we are super excited for a red October. Uh, tonight, the Cardinals, well, tonight, as you're listening to this, tonight, the Cardinals take on the Los Angeles Dodgers, 7 p.m. Central Time. Don't forget that. All games in the National League are on TBS, correct? Yeah, that's what. All right, so we're going to get garbage announcers. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know who's doing it. I know, I know that they released it. I think they're, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. They'll be fine. I don't care about the announcers, to be honest. Do you like the booth uh, or the the studio? Uh, probably Frank Thomas I do and wish, those guys. I Pedro. do wish Danny Mac was uh, was doing. Yeah, it. we Danny Mac. We miss you. We wish you were doing the game. Is it Frank sure. Thomas and Pedro? Aren't they on Fox? I don't. I feel like and some Dave of them Ortiz? might. Go, I thought some of them might go to TBS they for um, for the playoffs, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, the game tonight is on ESPN. So, well, for as far as Tuesday night, Wednesday Cardinals are TBS. So don't miss that. Obviously, the whole town of St. Louis is buzzing. We are included in part of that. Super, super excited for this game. Uh, 2021 was an incredible season. We saw so many ups, so many downs. Un- unfortunately, you know, with, with the COVID, coming off a of COVID year, where you just played within your division, uh, lots of injuries this year, which unfortunately I think that was sort of to be expected. Uh, lost a lot of superstars, if not for the year, for a lot of time. But we do want to hand out the Moria Noble Awards. Right, uh, we want to hand those out for 2021, and uh, let's start. Let's start with the smaller, and we'll work our way up to the bigger ones. Okay, okay. Uh, National League Manager of the Year, Dave Kapler. Absolutely, it's not even I, close. I, yeah, I agree. The, I think the only person you could even vote for would be Craig Council, but I don't know why you would. It's almost like when Griffey got 99 percent of the Hall of Fame votes because somebody else didn't want to vote. Sam Terry Cheater. Right. So uh, I agree. What Gabe Kapler has done, people, San Francisco was not happy when they hired him last year. Nope. Uh, Philly was ready to get rid of him, and here he is. And like we, we talked about in the last segment, a bunch of guys who just seem to show up with their lunch pails, a lot like Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. They go out there and they just work their butts off. They buy into his system. You know, he might sit you for a day, but you're going to be right back in there the next. And day. And you'll get a pitch hit at bat or something. And, and you know, we've seen here in St. Louis where our bench has not been strong all year. We've had some big hits. Rondon's had some big hits lately. Lars. Carpenter, right? But again, it's not like what that bench is going to be for San Francisco. Their bench is battle-tested. They all have a lot of at-bats, and he has done a great job keeping all of those guys not just happy, but productive. Yeah, winning. I mean, if he was doing this system of sitting some of his guys, his big guys, on games where the matchups don't favor them and they were losing, it would be a bit, It would be a different story, but it's working. So they've all bought in, and a lot of those guys are older and they're towards the end of their career, so why would they not buy in? Yeah. So, yeah, yep. uh, he's, it's not even close. I agree. I, I, it should be unanimous. Yeah, and I think, it'll be, I think it'll probably be him, Council, and Schill will be in the top three, if I had to guess. I could see that. Um, Atlanta. Uh, drawing a blank. Brian Snicker? Maybe. I don't think With so. With all the injuries Maybe. and all the drama around there, the drama, not trauma, drama around there, um, I could see that happening. But but again, if you don't vote for Gabe Kapler, I question what you're doing. Yeah. So that's really what it it's comes just Now, I know that you have a 1-2-3 vote, I think, in, in yeah, yeah. manager of the year. I think so. it's five, maybe. Uh, it could be. Uh, AL manager of the year. Scott Service. Oh, great. I went Kevin Cash. 
Now, see, I, Kevin. <laughs> but I get the Scott Service. Kevin 100%. Cash did what you expected. At least what I expected them to do, which was in the division. Um, Scott Service almost got a team, a young team that wasn't expected to be good this year, to the playoffs. Like they were playing a meaningful game on one sixty two and almost Agreed. forced a one sixty three. He was he came in second for me. Uh, Cash with the the great the best record in Tampa Bay history, coming off a World Series appearance. I just feel like what he with their payroll, what he does day in and day out. Again, we talked about it last segment, but getting just like Kapler, all those guys to buy into his system, it legitimately they mirror each other. Mm-hmm. Like it, you would think the Kapler and and Cash really coach together at some yeah. point in time because I think they both have that same mantra. They're they're data driven, but they also understand their players yeah. and. That's today's and, game, and I think it's why they're both so successful. I love Scott Service, so I'm not going to argue that pick, but my pick would be Kevin Cash. Yeah, I like Kevin Cash a lot, unless it's Game 6 of the World Series and he's taking Blake Snell out. Right. But I'm happy for him because there was a lot of criticism on him uh-huh. after that. And to come back and just do it again and say, we're going to be back where we were. I Yeah, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't be mad if Kevin Cash won, but my vote would go to Scott Service. Because I, I think he took a less talented group to a farther place than what I thought they could do. And Kevin Cash took a very talented group to a place that doesn't surprise me that they went. And, and I think that the, the knock on Cash and Kapler both has always been uh, they go by the book sometimes too often. Yeah. And that's what happened when you take Black, Blake Snell out. We've done it all year. Yeah. Well, that was not the time. And Kapler, that was his thing in Philadelphia, was, oh, we went by the book maybe too often. And sometimes you need to throw that book out. And I think both of those guys are, I mean, they're young. They're both young yeah. managers. The Kapler's really young. They're, they're both young, and they're both learning, and it's not an easy job. And when you, when you make mistakes as a manager, everybody sees it. Yeah. And when your team doesn't execute, Especially in the everybody playoffs. sees it. Right. Um, so I'm okay with that. Let's go National League Comeback Player of the Year. Oh, National League. Buster Posey. Same. It has Same. to be Buster Posey. Didn't play last year. And I don't even think there's anyone that would be. The, I have nobody else even listed. I mean, Wayno, but no. Because he no, had a good year last Wayno year. Wayno played last year and had yeah, a good year. so it would be him for me. I, the only one we have to mention, Marcus Stroman, didn't pitch one inning last year. Right. And came back and had a really, really good year right. this year. Was the only bright spot of the whole Mets team when the ground went down. Uh, I haven't looked, and I don't know. Zach Wheeler might be one of those who had a pretty rough year, I think, last year and was absolutely incredible this yeah. year. But again, it doesn't matter. It's Buster Posey for me, a 3.5 war. Hit 304, set out the entire year. Shout out to him. Hey, we adopted twins. Um, we're going to stay home. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not putting anybody at risk. And you're talking about a, hall, a future Hall of Famer. Yeah. And to come back this year, and and you know that he is the the leader in that dugout and yeah. in that clubhouse. And I, I've always been a Buster Posey fan since he was at Florida State um, when he played all nine positions one game and hit. I think he hit five home runs in a game while he was there. And uh, it just a uh, big fan of Buster Posey, and I think he deserves it. Yeah, the reason he goes above everyone else for me is the other guys. I didn't think their career was over. I thought he was done. I thought this was going to be his last year, and he was going to go away. And now he's forced San Francisco to make a decision between their best catcher ever and Joey Bart. Right. So right. I don't know what they're going to do with that, but I genuinely thought the good days of Buster Posey were gone, and he turned out one of the best seasons he's ever had. And so. Buster seems like a guy to me. Obviously, I do not know him personally. No. But he does seem like a guy to me who could just walk away at any point in time. Mm-hmm. And we saw it last year. And be but happy I think, with it. And be happy with that. Yeah, with, happy with his what career. What a great career. Three yes. World Series championships Agreed. as a catcher. Absolute uh, He's awesome. Um, Seems like a great guy, too. years hitting over 300. Just a great, yeah, great guy. All right. Here's where I get, here's where I have a trouble. I'm not having any trouble with this one. Okay. It's Trey Mantini. Right. Okay. He yeah. had stage three cancer, beat I, it. I agree. And came back. I agree. Almost won the home run derby. And was still a productive player. There's not another story. He's also should win the Roberto Clemente There is board. another story. But okay. I, I'm not arguing with you. Trey Mancini, because of emotions and because what he, I mean. What, what he came he back through, from. Agreed. 
It, that's my answer. But the other argument is Mitch Haniger, a guy who was not good at all last year. Um, and people were talking, he was on the trade block. He was hurt all year last year. Right, but I'm saying, when he played, he wasn't strong. He wasn't, he did, he missed most of the year. I mean, you're talking about a guy who hit, had an 804 OPS, 39 home runs, 100 RBIs, 2.9 war, 64 extra base hits. I mean, again, I agree with you. It's Trey Mancini because that's what the award is for. Mm-hmm. It's a guy like Mancini. But you look at Trey at .8 war, but again, through all the, through, I don't care if he would have hit 200. Right. To be able to go out there every day, he competes in the home run derby. He Notre Dame grad, or well, went to Notre Dame. I don't know if he graduated. He um, yeah, he probably only played three years there and then got drafted. Just seems like a great dude, and he deserves every awesome thing that happens to yeah, him in the future. And, and, uh, wh- and he's going to get paid. In normal year. circumstances, I would agree. Mitch Hanniger, he deserves right. love. He was great. He carried that Mariners offense for weeks. But I mean, it's Trey Mancini's story is one of the best we've ever seen. Yep. Cos Carrasco has. It's had a, a Disney movie. One. It's a Disney but, movie. Yeah, I'm really. Uh, it's Trey Mancini. I hope they make the movie and they just call it Trey. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, I hope so too. Who would you have play Trey Mancini? I would have him. Um, wow, you put me on the spot. I there. did. I really did. That. Um, I really did. We can come back to that if that's what you and you don't even ever. Have Tom to Hardy. That. Okay. Is don't he know. a little bit too old? Yeah. Okay. I just like Tom Hardy. Okay. So that's my pick. No one looks like Trey Mancini. Kevin Costner. <laughs> <laughs> He's like too old. Is Dennis Quaid available? Uh-huh. Um, what about Nuke Lelouch? Tim Robbins. All right, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, we're in agreement on both of those. National League Re- uh, Reliever of the Year. Liam Hendricks. National League. Oh, Reliever National League Reliever of the Year. Josh Hader. Agreed. He's been. Agreed. He's, most, dominant, he's, most dominant closer in he's baseball. He's Randy Johnson if Randy Johnson was a closer. It's yeah. that simple. Four and two this year with a uh, 1.23 ERA. 34 saves, 102 strikeouts in 58 innings, and a 3.3 war, which is amazing for a relief pitcher. That's like yeah. epic. Um, so, yeah. It's he's the best reliever in baseball, in my opinion. Yeah. And, and honestly, if, if you want to say who's the most important guy in the playoffs this year, it might be Josh Hader without Devin. Yeah. Like, he might be called on to pitch two innings multiple times. Yeah, and he, he can. He's done we know that he can do it. Right. And he's a stud. I love and him. Brad Boxberger is also going to be important. I agree. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not even close. He's, a, he's so yeah. good. Uh, if we go to the American League, I think you and I are in agreement yeah, there as well. Right, right. We did not rehearse this. We did not <laughs> just come up with one list. Um, I think I think one guy who needs to get votes is Iglesias. He's been great. He's been incredible, and the Reds sorely missed him. Yeah, what like, a dumb trade. Really, really him, missed him. Trade him for nothing. And for him to go to a team like the Angels, who who had, didn't have an awful year, but it was obviously when you lose Mike Trout for that many they had games, an Angels year, and you have no pitching. I'm just gonna say it. They um, could have had Mike Trout. It would have been the same result. Yeah, a 2.8 WAR for him. Who obviously he has a higher WAR than Hendricks, which is almost hard to believe. Uh, Hendricks eight and three. You don't see a lot of closers who have yeah. eight wins, I, but Iglesias has seven. It's because they got Kimbrell. He's David. absolutely. But the well, reason I Liam Hendricks for me, he's just pitching so many more big games. And like big situations where it actually means something when he gets a save. That's not Rizal Iglesias' fault, but that's just... 113 Ks in 71 innings for Liam. He has become the pinnacle, I think, yeah. uh, for closers in, the, in baseball. He and Hayter. And Australian I, baseball players. Right, I, and also awesome. he just seems like an awesome dude, yes. too. Um, Very blew, blew, I think he blew nine saves this year. That's why he had eight wins, I assume. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree, I agree. Okay, all right, now let's go to... The, now let's get to the big three. Yeah. All right, America, let's start in the American League with the Rookie of the Year. Right. Because... Okay. I have Randy. Okay. I have Randy. I think Adelise and um, Ryan Mountcastle deserve votes. But for me, it's, it's Randy. He's been, he's been incredible. He's, he continued. Obviously, he wasn't going to be Barry Bonds like he was in the playoffs right. last year. But we but, don't know what he's going to do but, this I month. I mean, yeah, that's true. But <laughs> I'm just saying he, conti- he impressed me a lot by the way he came back. 
He had some off-season issues. I don't know what that was all about. I'm right. not going to speculate. Nope. But to come back with everything against him to be able to live up to the expectations of what he gave himself last year, uh, he did it with flying colors, and he's been great for that team. Who else did you say on your list? Garcia, Adolis Garcia and Ryan Mountcastle. Mountcastle. Yeah, Mountcastle had a really, really good year. Um, Randy led all rookies with a 4.2 war. I think that's incredibly important. Yeah. Um, Obviously, just I mean, playing for the best team in the American it hits League. Hits that order every day. Hits second almost every day for them. Uh, I I will say it again, and I said it earlier. If you uh, in the first part, if Wander Frank goes up all year, it's him, because he only played eighty two games. I th- or no, two hundred eighty at bats. I don't know how many games it was exactly, but he had a, a three point five WAR in those games. He also broke a record and, set by Mickey Mantle. Correct. Correct. So if you break any record set by Mickey Mantle, yeah, that's a long standing record from. By one of the greatest players of all time. I think one guy who's going to get lost in the shuffle, and I know it's unfortunately understandable, so is Luis Garcia in Houston. He's been great. Who has been, like, he was a settling force for them, and it's where they didn't know what they were going to have in that rotation. And, you know, a guy who was 11-8 and eight with a 3.3 ERA yeah, as a rookie. As, yeah, I think he'll get some votes, but he's not going to get the first place. No, I don't even know if he'll votes. get top three, but he's yeah. going to... I mean, he deserves love too. I almost think they need to get a, a, a rookie pitcher of the year and hit her. Right? Player. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a good. Like, well, I mean, I've I mean, seen that's the NFL, what the NFL does. They have offense and that's defense. That's what we do for the MVP yeah. and everything else. So that's what yeah. I wish they would do. Um, okay, so let's look at the National League Rookie of the Year now. We have sentimentality here. I, mm-hmm. I don't even know if that's a word, but we're going to say that it is. Uh, I, I really want to say Dylan Carlson for this, but it's Jonathan India, yeah. and I don't even think I don't close. even think that you can argue. It, I think it would have been Rogers in Miami. Had he not gotten hurt. Yeah, maybe. Because he was having a stellar year. And I think when we talked about this at the midseason, when we did our awards, it was Rodgers. That's who we both had. Um, it's Jonathan India yeah. for me. He's having a great year. His OPS has been was really good. His on base 835, really by the way, to he's, piggyback Yeah, on he's that. up above every almost every rookie and everything. In terms of and like all of baseball. He's like the yeah. number one rookie. 57 extra base hits. Um, outside of Randy uh, Garcia and Mountcastle, he's right there. Yeah. Um, 3.9 war as a rookie as a second in, 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 in a pennant race. I mean, Cincinnati yeah. was in it until the last week and a half. Well, last week, week really. Yeah. And, you know, he when you had guys in there where they didn't know what they were going to do. I, I, I'm a Jonathan India fan. I don't like the Reds. I like a lot of their players. I'll just say that. I think I like two of their players. But oh, I like I like a lot of them. I like, um, obviously, I like Nick Castellanos. I love Joey Votto. Okay, now I like three. I, um, four, I have become I a Tyler Stevenson fan. Oh, I think Tucker Barnhart is an absolute stud behind the plate. I also believe Jesse Winker seems like one of the coolest dudes out there. Yeah. So, so I like I like more than I thought. You know, right. There's also a lot I dislike, but that's yeah. fine. Agreed. I like Agreed. Jonathan It's India. more the think, team. It's more think, the it's more the jersey, the name on the front. Thank you, Brandon Phillips, because I didn't have any care about right. you guys until you came over here. And Jason, and yeah, Brandon Phillips. And, and Johnny Quinn. God. Yeah. Um, it's the name on the front that I hate, not the name on the back. Yeah, depending on the That makes sense? Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, we're in agreement with that. I think Rodgers will get a few votes. Uh, Carlson ended with a 3.2 war. Uh, and when you're talking about a guy who had a negative defensive war, which, whatever. That, right? I defensive war needs to be fixed. But, but still, that's pretty strong. If you watch, Dylan, Carl- if you watch Dylan Carlson every yeah. day and you think he's a negative defender, then you're not watching I agree. It. I agree. Okay, so let's go to the Cy Young. Okay. Um, and, and this is where I think it gets really interesting on a lot of levels. Let's start in the American League because that's where we've been starting. Who is your American League Cy Young? It's Robbie Ray. Okay. Everyone else pitched their way out of the Cy Young conversation in my eyes. So in, let me just ask you this. I'm not, I'm not arguing. Um, Ray with a 6.7 war. Uh, t- uh, second in baseball, most I think, for pitchers. Most strikeouts in baseball. Um, most strikeouts, two hundred forty. Now, Cole had 243. To be fair. He has the highest K per nine of all time from a starting pitcher. That's incredible. And he's always been a strikeout guy. I'm, I have been, not just talking fantasy baseball here, but he was like on my team every year. 
like when he was with Arizona. Not this year. Right, now, and he always got hurt. I picked him up. And then he always <laughs> had a bad outing. But this year, I'm so happy to see him do well. It's almost like Marcus Simeon. I'm so happy to see him do well in Toronto. How'd the Blue Jays not make the playoffs? Yeah, it's, it's a travesty that, that we're really not watching sucks. the Mariners and the Blue Jays right now instead of the Red Sox-Yankees, but we're not. So next year, I think next year is Toronto's year. But anyway, it, do you discount the 16-8 and eight by Garrett Cole? Yeah. I mean, that, that's a hell of a year. I discount um, it because he's been terrible when it matters. Terrible again tonight. Okay. That doesn't matter, obviously, but that's just... Right, 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 right. But he's been terrible when it matters. He's been terrible against Boston. He also cheated half the year, and that's a fact. We know that happened. So, yeah, I discount it, and I just don't think he had as good of a year as Robbie Ray. I'm in agreement. Robbie Ray was so consistently this is weird good. weird that we are, like, Garrett Cole. Garrett board. Cole had months where he was phenomenal, months where he was bad. Robbie Ray was just consistently good the whole year. I do think we might have a difference here, and that's fine. So let's get to the National League Cy Young Award winner. You go I, first. Okay. Well, I'm going to throw up who I think are the four Can that you can argue argue about. All right. Um, on, also, here's what's interesting. Let me say this before we move on to the National League. I was reading a a graph from one of the sites, one of the big fan like fan, it wasn't fan graphs, but it was somebody like that, right? Okay. And I don't even remember who it was. And they do a prediction on who should win the American League uh, Cy Young. Yeah. And the answer was Liam Hendricks. That his yeah I I know I'm just telling you I hate that I'm just telling you if that that's was the case their, and Zach Britton should have won the that was their ago. I'm just telling you that that was their prediction anyway okay I just want to throw that out there okay but here are my here are my four it's Burns Corbin Burns eleven and five with a two point four three ERA two hundred thirty four strikeouts and one hundred sixty seven innings uh, had a five point seven WAR great year yeah. great year for well, the, who did you pick for the American League I picked Robbie Ray oh, okay. I was on with you All right. uh, Scherzer fifteen and four with a two point four six ERA 236. Honestly, his and Burns' uh, stats are really, really close. Uh, he had a 5.3 uh, war. Yeah. All right. Walker Bueller, 16 and four, leads all of the major league pitchers with a seven. Or no, with a second. I'm sorry. He was tied for second with Robbie Ray with a 6.7 war. 16 and four with a 2.47 ERA. Now he has struggled in September a little bit, but 212 Ks. Zach Wheeler, who I would have picked a month ago, but if we look at his numbers, 14 and 10. 2.78 ERA, second in majors and strikeouts, and led all major league pitchers in WAR. Second in major league baseball in WAR. Yeah. With a 7.8. Now, that's a tough. That's that's a tough argument to make against or for any of them. Yeah, my pick's Corbin Burns. Okay. I think he's been the most consistently good the whole year. And you talk about a guy who's in a in a rotation with the big three. With a big three, all three all-stars. And there's not even a conversation of who's the best. And he's been the best. And Scherzer struggled really bad lately. And Corbin Burns has just been consistently dominant the whole year. And I also want to go back. Beginning of the year, I told my dad I thought Corbin Burns was going to win the Cy Young. And he laughed at me. That did happen. <laughs> I don't remember that. It happened. <laughs> I feel like that could have. But either way, I believe, okay, that I'm gonna, I want to preface this a little bit. It's Max Scherzer for me. If, yeah. if I'm, But I also believe... That Scherzer and Bueller could really split some votes here. I really truly believe that. Um, I don't even. Yeah. Here's but. the thing, but if I'm looking at the numbers and I'm looking at a team that had zero pitching, it's Zach Wheeler. Like he's not, not going to win but it. But he's not an MVP award. You're talking so about zero a guy pitching doesn't had, change hold on, the award. Hold on. You're talking about a guy who had the second most strikeouts in baseball. Yeah. He had a 2.78 ERA. He pitched 50 innings more than Corbin Burns. He led the league in most games with seven or more innings pitched. He pitched 40 innings more than Max Scherzer, and he pitched 10 innings more than Walker Bueller. Yeah. On a team without Zach Wheeler, I, I'm not saying he's going to win it. 
I'm saying the numbers support the fact that Zach Wheeler should win it. When you're talking about a guy who has a 7.8 war, the only guy in baseball with a better war was Otani. Yeah. He's been good. No, that, no, no, that's not good. He's had a great 7. year. 7.8 war is not good. He had a great, that's elite okay. in baseball yeah. history. He's had a great war, a great year. But I discount the strikeouts and everything because he pitched so much more than them, so I don't count the strikeouts. But he had a, he had a great year, but he also had multiple starts where he cost his team the game. I haven't seen one Corbin Burns start where he cost their okay. team the game. Now, I'm going to disagree with you on there. Zach Wheeler didn't cost his team any games. He did. He gave up seven man- in four innings. Okay. And, and Burns has had a five-plus ERA in the last month. Yeah, and so, they still... It, it, no, again, again... Wheeler was left in multiple times. His ERA should be in the 2.2s, 2.3s. If it's, if they had a bullpen or they had anybody else in their rotation. Because their manager... Joe Girardi sucks. As Joe idea. Girardi would leave him in till the 8th and the ninth, throwing 120, 130 pitches because he had nobody else. And then what happened? Wheeler gives up a couple runs. That's not Zach Wheeler's fault. Now, what I'm telling you is, where are the Phillies without Zach Wheeler? I, I'm, again, so not my, my vote is probably Max Scherzer because he's been so dominant since he went to L.A., I'm not arguing against Burns, but in my opinion, Zach Wheeler should be the guy. It, he just should. Okay, be. well then, who's your pick? Zach Wheeler's my pick. You just said it, it's going to be. I, it's going to be. I, that's, I'm okay. I'm now saying who it's going to be, but my pick is Zach Wheeler. Okay, I think it's Corbin Burns. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. And and I Corbin Wheeler, Burns also has the grossest stuff in all of baseball. I agree. Just but Burns only has a 5.7 WAR. Like you're talking about Wheeler with a two a two greater. Hey, Corbin war. Burns missed a couple weeks though. He did. That's two starts. No, yeah, I think he missed four or five starts. Again. That's a lot of starts. That's Again. That's making up a lot of the innings that Wheeler had on him. He had, he, Yeah, I get it. He had more strikeouts, more innings pitched, more wins, and a higher war. Yeah, but he also had, I don't know. I, my That's all I'm Burns. I think he was. I get it. I think he was the most dominant pitcher in baseball for a long portion of the season. I will say this. I don't think you can go wrong with any of those four. No. That, I won't be mad. I, I disagree. I don't think Zach Wheeler should And also, Urias might get some votes. You might, those three, like, you know, we Urias, have the MV, 20 game MV, winner. The MV3 in 2004, they might have. And if you would have thought the, the Dodgers before the season, you right, would have thought Trevor right. Bauer would be in the mix. That's how good they are. Okay. He wasn't even there. All right. Let's talk AL MVP. Shohei Otani. Okay. I don't think you can argue. If Vlad would have propelled the Blue Jays, to the postseason, there would have been an argument. He didn't. So I think it's Joey Otani. We've never seen anyone. There's never been a hitter, Dad, that did what he did this year. He also pitched. Well, There's never been a hitter that had as many, that led the league in triples, had 25 plus stolen bases, and 45 plus home runs. In the history of the American League, no one has ever done that. I agree. Oh, yeah, and the dude had a sub 3.5 ERA. I agree. I agree. I, I'm not arguing. <laughs> now, here, here is, I, I think I heard this on MLB Network. And I think it's a really interesting argument. Shohei Otani played 137 innings in the field. 137. Okay. Vladdy was almost 1,300. Do you take that into consideration? No, he was DHing. I, so no, I don't. That's my point. I don't. He was playing defense every single day. David Ortiz won MVP, right? Great question. Should know that answer. Don't know that answer. He did. I'm going to say he did. Um, it's Otani for me, too. But here's the thing. Like, when you look at the numbers... Vladdy hit 60 points higher than Otani. He had a 40 point, his OPS was 40 points higher. He had more home runs. He had more RBIs. He led the majors in hits. And he had two less extra base hits. Um, but when you throw in the fact that Otani was 9 and 2 with a 3.18 ERA and had 156 Ks, it, it's over. It's, it's yeah. over, and I think it's going to be unanimous. And it sucks because, honestly, I think Vladdy was think- the most. 
It will be unanimous. You don't? No, you think, I think a lot of people will, will vote for Vladdy? There will be guys voting for Vladdy, I think. In the number one spot? Mm-hmm. Really? I don't see how. I don't think it's going to be. I don't see I'm how. I'm not saying it's going to be close, but I don't think it's going to be unanimous. So you think of the voters, there's going to be somebody who puts Vladdy one over Otani. Yeah. I would love to talk to that man. I think that will happen. And I don't think it should be unanimous because I don't think it's a black and white thing. Because I think Vladdy, Vlad had one of the most incredible seasons by a 22-year-old of all. I agree. I, Actually, I, I don't know the numbers. Mickey Mantle is probably up there somewhere, Juan right. Soto. But he may have had the best season for a player of his age ever. Okay. There's an argument. I, I'm, yeah, I agree. And you know, what's, and you're wearing your Blue Jays hat. I am wearing my Blue Jays hat. And oh, I love that team. That's I, a lot of fun. I really am hoping that they get that, the that they, back. Robbie Ray's back, that Marcus Simeon's back. I'm really, really hoping that they go out and they upgrade the bullpen a little bit. And maybe even, they have money. Maybe add another arm because Teoscar Hernandez, no one, no one's talking about Teoscar. Marcus Simeon's numbers were unbelievable. Uh, we talked about that leading all-time second-base home runs. His numbers were unreal. I don't know if he's going to want shortstop money and he's going to want to be a shortstop somewhere. I would want to stay in Toronto, but that's me. I, I'm talking from afar. Yeah. Um, I would want to stay in that lineup and not go anywhere because he found something. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. Also, but I don't know we, that translates somewhere else. Also, we didn't talk about this for a year. Alec Manoa deserves some consideration as well. That guy has been incredible. He's been really good for them. He's had a great season. And they have a really strong farm system. He's probably because of some of their there trades. There was an argument that, trade. that he was gonna. He, I mean, maybe, he was probably gonna be the game one starter of the DS if they would have won the wild card game. Because yeah, they would have right, had Robbie Ray pitch on the wild card. Correct. But that, I mean, he would have piggybacked them. I think they could they could upgrade at the bullpen spot next year and add another starter. And they have a Rios. They're a really good. But team. their offense is loaded. And they've got Nate Pearson coming up next year. That team's going to be good. Yeah, I, I, I'm a fan. I'm a, like, I, like you said, I'm wearing my Toronto hat right now. I am a fan. I am a big-time fan. Um, okay, let's go to our final one, and uh, then we're going to get out of here because Caleb's got a motivational speech prepared, prepared for the Cardinals. No, I don't. Um, National League MVP. This, I think, I think this is a tough one. I really, really, truly do. So let's start with you. <sighs> I, this one's hard. I love all three of these players. I'm going... I'm going to go Bryce Harper. Okay. I'm going to go Bryce Harper because I like the most valuable player. I don't think – I like it being the most valuable player. It's like I've said, I think the Hank Aaron Award should be the, a big award just like Offensive Player of the Year is in the NFL. And MVP is almost always quarterbacks because it's hard to argue that they're not the most valuable. And I, I, I'm going to give it to Bryce Harper because he carried that team to even being relevant. Without him, that team's probably below 500, like well below. But Juan Soto is very close for me. Tatis is not even close. Agreed. I think Tatis is. A, I think a, Tatis might slide below Goldschmidt for Tatis me. Tatis with a six point six WAR uh, had a really good year, but obviously the injuries hurt him at the end. And no, what hurt him is he off. just didn't play well. Right, when he right. To. And well, he was. I, he's hurt. I, I think he came back. He shouldn't have come back. He probably should have had the surgery then. But but I give him massive props yeah. for coming back and playing injured. Um, six point six WAR. Just to just to throw that out, Tyler O'Neill six point three WAR. Goldie six point two. Incredible seasons for those two. All right, let's let's break down the numbers. Harper, three hundred nine batting average, one point oh four four OPS, which I think is second in baseball. The only uh, actually it's first. It's first. Yeah, he led he led the major. Him and Juan are the only two above a thousand. I believe. Um, no, no, no. Um, he and Vladdy are the only two above a okay. thousand. Juan was close. Yeah, nine point nine nine nine. Okay, so he was right, the right, right, right. Um, Thirty five jacks, eighty four RBIs, which that's not his fault. You know, you guys got to get on base for you to drive them in. Yeah. 13 stolen bases, 151 hits, um, 78 extra base hits, which... That's incredible. That's incredible. Like, Otani had 80. He and Vladdy... Yeah, Otani had 80 because of all the triples. That is so many And he and Vladdy each had 78. Um, 
Soto only had 51 extra base hits. He doesn't get pitched to, Dad. I, I, He's in a okay, lineup of nobody. Let me go through the numbers. <laughs> All right, no one. Uh, three thirteen. Uh, um, did he win the next? Did he, did he win the next? Okay, okay, okay. okay. Um, Nine ninety nine OPS. Um, consider that a thousand. Twenty nine and ninety five. Um, now Harper's WAR five point nine. Guess what Soto's was? It has to be seven. Seven. Yeah. It was a seven. There were only, I believe, three guys in baseball with a seven WAR. Here's the thing about and Juan. that's Zach Wheeler. Otani and Soto. How's Vlad up there? His defense. Vlad had a six point seven. This is defense. But I, the thing about Juan that's so that's gonna hurt him this year and probably next year and maybe in the year after that. There's nobody to protect that guy. They just they, he takes his walks. He doesn't chase, and they're gonna they're happy to give it to him because who's behind him? Josh Bell. I'll face Josh Bell. Well, they do they now? Let me ask because I'm asking out of ignorance here, and you might not know this answer either. And so this is something we might want to look up for next. What kind of money do the Nationals have? For next year, like they they obviously traded Turner, they traded Scherzer, um, they've got Strasburg coming back. Um, Corbin's contract's probably killing them a little bit there. Yeah. Um, outside of that, what I mean, I don't know. Full, I think they traded Schwarber. Yeah. I think they're in a full rebuild mode, and the best thing that could happen to them next year is both Strasburg and Corbin be healthy and play well enough for them to be able to trade them. And I don't know what their minor league system looks like. Yeah, that's something I want to look at. On the Either way, they're going to need to save money for Soto if they want to keep him because that dude's going to have the. I'm going to say now he's going to have the first ever four hundred million dollar contract. He might. He might. Okay, let's go back. Okay, um, I believe, and you have said this. You think Giovanni Soto is the best hitter in baseball? His name's Juan Soto. I'm sorry. God bless. Don't ever. I went. I went Cubs catcher there. Don't for ever do that to him again. <laughs> Juan Soto. Oh my. All right, Juan Soto is. But I'm going Bryce Harper as well. Um, I wonder if the zero for the zero for eleven against Atlanta and the big games hurt him. I don't believe so because if it weren't for Bryce Harper, they're not even in that situation. Yeah. And what he did, we talked about. I think you and I talked about this in July that no one was paying attention to Bryce Harper or August. Yeah, because they weren't. Because it was July, know, I think. And he, I mean, when you're talking about one point, when you lead baseball in OPS and you have 178 extra base hits, um, and you're playing a really strong right field, it Bryce Harper to me is a generational talent. And Philly, I, I'm hoping Philly. I'm not hoping Philly can get it right because I'm not really a Philly fan, no, like but I'm a Bryce Harper fan. And I really would like to see him playing in the postseason. I want to see Mike Trout in the postseason. I want to see Juan Soto in the postseason. Yeah. I want to see Bryce Harper in the postseason. I want to see those guys. I want to see all of Toronto in the postseason. So I, I'm going with Harper as well. I, I'm going to be honest. I believe Juan Soto is going to win it. I think Bryce Harper is really going to win it because I think if you make the argument 0 for 11, whatever, well, Juan Soto doesn't play meaningful games. Tatis did the same thing. And Paul Goldschmidt's the only one that did it. So if you want to do make the argument, then Paul Goldschmidt needs to win I the mean, MVP. Or Tyler O'Neill with a six point three. Paul Goldschmidt's just been he's been on that. Right, level. I agree. Okay, but I, I think it's interesting that you're talking. We're talking about the the top four guys in National League. I would put Paul Goldschmidt at um, three of the top four, not all stars. Yeah, right. Juan Soto was Juan Soto was there, but he was a replacement right. for injury. But the other guys, not Bryce Harper wasn't an all star. Tatis was, and O'Neill Gold, wasn't. Goldie or O'Neill weren't. Right. So I think that's interesting. Yeah. Which we talk Which about is why the All Star game is stupid. No, it's not. I love it. It's fun. But let, but what but I would tell it? you is, and this is what I've argued with you before, is let's not look at All Star appearances when we're talking. I about agree all with fame. that. But I also I didn't do all pro selections to make that count. I agree. I agree. Like NBA's I would love, the same or way. Silver Sluggers. Well, that does count. They do look at that. Right. So um, okay. So uh, most of those we were in agreement with. There were only a couple that we were different. That's Daniel Cy Young. And that's, actually, that was it. Hey, I'm a, I'm a manager of the year. And manager of the year, right. So, you don't like that, Scott that Service. Um, you said Scott what, Service is a bad manager. No, I did not. I did not <laughs> say that, Scott. Do not listen to him. All right, do not listen to him. Um, 
It was a great season. It was yeah. a, 2021 was a great season. A lot of obstacles. I mean, Toronto starts their season in Buffalo. Or I guess they started in Aiden. Florida. Then they end in Buffalo. And then they finally get to Toronto. Then, like, what, with two weeks left, they have finally a full capacity of fans. One um, weekend left. Yeah, one weekend left. So, what a weird year for them. For them to really be right there anyway is amazing. Um, yeah, that, that that's something that they need. To, we need to talk about with their manager as well. They don't like him. We'll see. The fans don't like Charlie Montoya. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I'm not there. I don't there. know why that would be. But again, I, I don't watch him every management? day. I yeah, don't know. I don't watch him every day. We have people here who still want to fire Mike Schultz. So those let's just are, remember those that. Those people are dumb. Um, all right, guys. Once again, thank you so much for joining us. We great, greatly appreciate it. Caleb has a motivational speech prepared for the Cardinals tomorrow. Let's go ahead and let's have, let's have that. Todd O'Neill's hitting a home run in the first inning. It's not motivation. A two-run home run. I don't have These a motivational speech. No, well, Tyler's going to do it because he's Tyler. They're going to go crazy, and then they're going to win 5-3. to three. All right, 5-3 to three tomorrow is the prediction. Yeah. I love that. I would much rather it be a two-game lead or two-run lead going into the ninth than a one-run lead. So, oh, I'm um, saying they'll probably have a four-run lead. I will say this. <laughs> if, if it goes to the 10th inning, I'm just going to bed, and I'm turning it off, and I'll read the paper in the morning. <laughs> that's what you did when they played the Mets right, on the winning exactly streak. That's exactly what I will do. And I'm not watching it because I can't take... I'll probably read One, I hate the rule, which, first of all, they are getting rid of. Oh, it's gone for the plagues? Oh, season two. Okay, I'll, I'll be watching. That's right. I'll be watching. I'll be reading thank updates God on my phone. Got rid of that I'll be reading updates rule. on my phone. Um, hey, go Cardinals. Red October again. We said it earlier. My, there's nothing like it. The last 25 years have been incredible for me as far as baseball goes. And it's something that, yes, you take it for granted, but you also enjoy every single minute of it. Enjoy the game tomorrow, guys. It's going to be incredible. Excruciating. I, I cannot wait. Um, I'm just fired up. I'm completely pumped up for this game. I will be working tomorrow. I don't know what I'm... My mind is going to be thinking about nothing but the game tomorrow. I might sleep until 7, so I don't have to wait for it. <laughs> All right. Go I'm Cards. My, or I might sleep through the game, so I don't have to watch it. Because I am horrified. Go Cards. Go Wayno. And Wayno we trust. Uh, I, I love the 5-3 prediction. I think that's a really strong prediction. Um... I'm just, I'm just hoping, I'm just hoping. That's all I can say. I don't even know what else to say other than I'm just hoping. Our brackets could be busted by I, 9 p.m. They could tomorrow. be, and I'm okay. With, look, I'm not okay with that. But I'm just saying I will stick with the Cardinals all the way through. It just feels like it's one of those seasons. 2006 had this feel. 2011 had this feel, and we didn't know it at the time. But when you look back at it, you realize, oh yeah, there was something magical going on. Who's the guy? Let's okay. Let's say this, and then we're getting out of here. In 11, it was David Freeze. In 06, it was David Eckstein. Mm. Who's the guy in 2011 that we didn't see coming, right? You can't predict Nolan. You can't say Goldie. You can't say Tyler. Who's the guy? <laughs> who, I know who my guy is. Um, I'm going to say Edmundo Sosa. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Edmundo Sosa or Harrison Bader. Okay. You can't say two, but that's, that's all right. I'm saying it's going to be one of those two. I could see... No, no, we can't keep throwing out okay. the, all the rosters. No, I, no, I'm saying those. I could see those two guys being a spot. Mine is Tommy Edmund. Oh, well, that's not surprising me, though. It is. He's not. is. He's got a 690 OPS. He's had such a good year. I get it, but he's the guy. He's the guy. Like I, I get it, but David Freese had a good year in 11 as well. Um, but he's the guy. Because, in my opinion, we're going to go as he goes. And if he has a good night, tomorrow night we win. Yeah. If he looks, if he's swinging the balls out of the zone, we're going to be a little bit in trouble. But I think, I think Tommy Edmund is the guy that gets us going, that keeps going. It's Fernando Vina back in the day. We've seen those guys, Tony Womack, come through here. Edgar Renneria, guys who spark plugs. And I just feel like Tommy Edmund is that guy. And I, I think we're going to see him say, it, here we go. Put it put it on my shoulders. I also think one more prediction for me for tomorrow. All right. Matt Carpenter's going to pinch a double. Oh. 
He's gonna get no. He's gonna hit a pitch at RBI double. Okay. Um, just one thing that was sort of sucked: the rain out on Sunday. Mike Shannon's last day. That sucked. Yeah. Probably Carpenter didn't get the send off that he for. Sorry, here comes my ADD in a little bit. For those of you who didn't see it, take two minutes out of your life and go watch the Kyle Seeger send off. Yeah. And if you don't get tears in your eyes, you're not a baseball fan. Yeah, and it sucks to me that they're, it seemed like he's not coming back. Right. Because he had such a good year. I think he's done. They've got the 20 mil option. I think he's ready to go. You think he's going to retire? You think he's, you think he's going to retire? I think he's going to retire. You don't think he'll go somewhere? He, he has, has an incredible year. He has young year. children. He didn't have an incredible year. He had really good power numbers. But I think it's about done for him. He batted like 212. I think I think he's ready for it to be done. You think that's it? It's sure, it sure seemed like it. That it was it was awesome. Um, one thing that always gets me, and and as a former baseball player and as a coach and everything, one thing that always meant the world to me was how teammates talk about you. Yeah. Listen to JP JP Crawford. Yeah. Talk about Kyle Seager, he's and that's a, all you need to know. That's awesome. legitimately all you need to know. He did only hit two twelve this year. He did have thirty five home runs. He had a really good year. So I don't think he's done. Um, I, think we'll he, see. I don't think he's done to in me, terms of what he can do. I think he's done in terms of what he wants to okay. do. Okay. I just can't picture him in a uniform that's not Seattle. I can't either. I don't think he So that was, again, I'll say it one more time. Baseball has those things every year. That was absolutely awesome. And one of the coolest things I've seen in a long, long time. Yeah. So shout out to Seattle, who packed the place, by the way. That was awesome to see. Thank you, Jared Kelnick. Um, yeah. And next year you get you add Julio Rodriguez, and they're going to add a few pieces, I believe. Um, I, I'm all in on the Mariners train as well. I love them. Yeah. Um, so, if you get a chance, watch the Kyle Seeger send off. It's a shame the Carpenter didn't, didn't get the same. He deserves it. He's a Cardinal Hall of Famer. Um, Shannon deserved more than the rain out, but there's nothing you can do about the weather. Yeah. So, you know, here we go. Here we go. Tomorrow's the day. Red October is here. And let's go Cards. That's why I'm telling you, the, they're going to game back at Bush this year. I love it. Those two things didn't come to fruition. Also, we've got to get Caleb back on the field for another game. Working that has to happen. I don't think it's gonna work. I, I think, think you're that. going to. Okay. I think it's gonna happen. All right. Jack already thanked you. I think it's gonna happen. Okay. All right, everybody. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, find us on your favorite podcast platform and please give us a five star review. That really helps everybody involved. We really appreciate all your support. Uh, stay safe out there. Take care of each other. Go Cards. Have an amazing Red October Wednesday, and we'll see you next time. Cheers. The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know. Noble.